JJ takes the snap, hands it off to Corum, outside to the 15, hesitates to the 10. Blake Corum inside the five. Blake Corum with an outstanding run. Touchdown, Wolverines. And John, that may be one of the best runs of Blake Corum's career. And Michigan takes a six-point lead here in overtime. Can the Wolverines survive in advance? Both huddles are broken. Michigan's defense takes the field. This time Alabama splits three wide, two to the left, one to the right. Roydell Williams in the backfield. Jalen Milrow in a shotgun. Game on the line, fourth and goal from the three. Milrow puts a man in motion, empty backfield, low snap, quarterback run up the middle. Yeah! He's not gonna make it! He's not gonna make yeah! it! Nowhere close as the Michigan defense stuffs Jalen Milrow. Sports Radio 92.9, the game, the end of the Alabama-Michigan overtime game. I'm just going to say one thing. I want to be nice, but um, the voice, is that the voice of Michigan football? Get some lozenges or don't talk a few days before the game. That was a terrible effort for the biggest plays in Michigan football history. I'm sorry. Listen to Scott Howard on the pick with Keely Ringo and listen to Chris Fowler. That guy was not up to it, man. That was – those are two of the biggest plays right. in the history of Michigan football. He literally – I don't know. He didn't have it. He needs to take a Mike Conti course on how to bring drama to play-by-play. But regardless, Michigan in a game that absolutely was um, warranting the big boy status, right? National titles everywhere historically, Michigan and Alabama, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then the second game was the same. And it doesn't mean that Florida State didn't deserve to be there because there were two good games. It doesn't mean that Georgia should have been there because Georgia won by 60. It doesn't mean the committee got it right. It doesn't mean the committee got it wrong. It just means we got two really good games last night. Yeah, fans win. Those were two of the best, two, two of the best games for the best teams among probably eight that I could argue could have been there. Yes, and, and uh, in the playoffs with 12 teams, we won't have to you know, think about that. Mm-hmm. I think the committee obviously happy to get two great games. Um, and, and listen, like you said, there's a lot of teams that could have had a great show last night, and uh, it was a great show. I mean, the University of Michigan dominated – in terms of pass rush, like nothing we have seen. Jalen Milrow was sacked five times in a little over a quarter. He was sacked five times. And in the second half, Alabama said, we're going to pound the football, we're going to play good defense, we're right in this game. They essentially flipped the field, got the points, and Michigan needed an epic 75-yard drive, a fourth-and-two conversion to get it to overtime. And then, of course, they took care of their business in overtime. I felt like at the end, and again, I like Michigan in the game. I told you guys, it's not like I was so smart. That game could have gone any which way. But I felt like this is kind of Michigan's time, right? Two years ago, Georgia blows them out. Last year, the embarrassing loss to TCU. This year, their third straight appearance in the playoff. Not an Alabama team, Sandra, that is as good as some of the Bama national title teams. It Not wasn't even one close, and Nick Saban will tell you. They've given up 44 sacks all year. Yeah. That's the most they've ever had. In 35 years, that's the most they've given up. That whole center exchange with Jalen Monroe, Seth McLaughlin, who, by the way, de- de- he did not talk to reporters afterwards because I can't imagine how that young man feels, but that was awful. 
That offensive line and that exchange from center to quarterback was a yeah, disaster. Yeah, and they just weren't diverse enough. I know that uh, Milrow can make great throws and has certainly the fourth and 32, but when they really needed to throw the ball and spread it around, they didn't have it. Here's Nick Saban after the game talking about the season. Things are changing rapidly. They're changing in business. AI's changing things. Um, things that we have happening in college football are changing things. So you have to be able to adapt. I mean, I always say the dinosaurs couldn't adapt and they're not around anymore. So you, you have to be able to adapt to a changing, constantly changing. I believe that world. is from prior. I, I don't know. That's I don't know. The last okay. three to five years. I think that's the wrong cut. It's probably changed more than it did in the All right, that was the wrong cut. Mm -hmm. So that's not what we want to hear. Okay. What essentially did he say, Sandra, when, is that this he's super proud of this was season. the – he said historically would go down as one of the best Bama teams because of what they were early on from game one to what they were last night. Yeah. And he was giving much love. He was a calm, humble, and kind Nick Saban in that presser. And he knew that all the wounds were self-inflicted wounds. So when you're Saban and you saw him losing his mind in terms of when he called the center over, he's like, what the F are you doing there, they had a real big problem. He defended the call. He defended what they did. He said, that's basically a two-point play. We were on the three. Right. Listen, their, their luck was going to run out at some point. They were not as good as some of the Bama teams in the past. It they took, weren't as good as Michigan. Michigan in the trenches, oh, my you're right. God. They weren't as good as Michigan. Better team won, but yeah. Alabama almost found a way That's exactly because right. of the way they play football. Let's That's get right. Mike Griffith. Let's talk about Georgia. They had a dramatic weekend themselves. Mike Griffith, and by the way, the uh, tailgate is brought to you by our friends at All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Mikey, what did you think of the games last night? Sloppy slugfest. Alabama-Michigan sloppy slugfest. Um, Michael Penix, story of the postseason so far. A guy the SEC rejected. Tennessee pulled his scholarship, said he was not good enough to play for those Vols, and so he has taken a circuitous Now, wait a minute. Route. Was that prior to – was that high school or when he transferred from Indiana? No, that was uh, that was coming out of high school. They changed mm -hmm. coaching staffs. Butch Jones had him committed and Mike DeBoard and Jeremy Pruitt took over and a guy by the name of Tyson Helton, mm -hmm. uh, Clay Helton's That's, brother, yeah, who I yeah. believe is the Western Kentucky head coach, told Pruitt, this guy can't play in our offense. And they pulled his scholarship the week of signing day. I was down there covering that and spent a few days at Michael's house. Wow. Alabama almost finds a way to get back in the national title game, and I agree with what Sandra said. Michigan, probably the better team, but certainly was in a position with poor special teams and almost a disastrous end of the game there when they get tackled yeah. on the one. They almost blew a, a game that really Michigan had pretty much all the answers for Alabama. Yeah, neither team deserved to win. Uh, Michigan was better in the trenches, and ultimately that was the difference. Milrow was under pressure, something that Georgia wasn't able to do. Uh, Georgia uh, didn't have a good, as good a front seven this year, period. And that ultimately was the undoing of the Bulldogs is they weren't good enough to beat Alabama in the trenches. You saw, uh, you saw what Milrow did when he was under pressure. He looked more like he did against Auburn than he did against Georgia. So uh, Kirby's got to go to work there and build that defensive line back up if he wants to win another championship. Hmm. It was impressive, the onslaught of the Michigan defense. And then, of course, uh, McCarthy and Corum making enough plays the uh, the Orange Bowl turned out to be exactly what everybody feared, not competitive, not compelling, an awful testament to what can happen now in college football with guys leaving and teams feeling snubbed and, and then the portal and then the draft. Uh, what was your take on being there and watching it play out? 
I'm going to go glass half full. I'm saying it's a great testament to what happens when a team opts in and cares about each other and cares about their program and, and plays for the G. Um, I thought it was a great statement by Georgia that their NFL guys decided they wanted to play another game together, that it meant something to them. Stay, when adversity hits, and I think I saw you in the studio after you were coming off an illness, when adversity hits, you got a choice. You can either stay home and cry about it or go into the studio or go play that football game. Georgia stepped up and played the game. Florida State uh, took the back door out, and that's what you get when you build a program on transfers and you don't have a strong culture. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say the other side of that is when they announced those you know, final four, Florida State started telling you all of our NFLers, they had 30 guys out, and the difference in what Georgia is, and I do agree with you, what, what Kirby's got at Georgia is something that every team in the country is striving for, that whole we're playing for my teammate next to me. But when your second and your third team and even your fourth string players are pretty much better than – FSU doesn't have that yet. They don't have that yet. And their opt-out for those young men, I get it. I totally get it. You haven't rewarded me for playing this long, so let's let the younger guys get some practices in. So I get that. But I think your approach with Georgia and what they were there for in the G was about as impressive as it gets. I think Kirby's thoughts afterwards when I you were there, nobody asked him that question about what he talked about with this particular bowl game and all bowl games, right? Yeah, no, I asked the Florida State coach the question about him not having a culture like George's, and he really couldn't say anything because they don't. Listen. Um, they don't George, yet. The, Georgia has a unique situation. Exactly. Florida State was built on transfers and portals. Ole Miss was built on the same thing. Mm-hmm. It takes time to have guys say, By the way, go look at Washington's roster, too, by the way, with the best offensive line in the country. Every team in the country right now is built on transfers, except for a handful, because that's the way you have to do business now, Mike. Don't you agree with well, that? I, I, I agree. Some, I, I totally agree that a lot of programs do, but... You know, I saw Missouri go out there and, and play that game in Ohio State with some opt-outs, and that was another example of an SEC school that cared against a team from another conference that doesn't care as much. So I, I just it doesn't hold water for me. Florida State had some guys that could have played in that game. The reason their backup quarterback didn't play, Sandra, was he was upset when he found out that uh, Florida State brought in DJU for a visit. So that didn't have anything to do with being left out. That had to do with being selfish and not wanting to compete for a job. And when you recruit those kind of kids – that's what happened. All right, let's talk about let's talk about Georgia kids that uh, backed out yesterday. Not backed out. Head to the NFL draft. Give us a quick update. How many exits in the last four days have folks haven't listened? Yeah, tough for Georgia. Nine guys headed to the NFL, but the two guys I'd focus on are Lad McConkey and um, you know I, I thought Lad would have really benefited from another year. He's going to play in the NFL, but I think somebody's going to get him on the cheap because of the injuries. Third or fourth round. Um, that's a guy that could have been a huge difference maker for them next season. Um, tough to see Lad go. Javon Bullard, another guy, looks like a second-day pick stake that if he comes back another year could have worked his way in the first round. Those are the two tough guys to lose. You knew you were going to lose Cedric Van Pran. Uh, Bowers hasn't announced, but you got to think he's going as well. Knew you'd lose Kamari Lassiter. And, um, a little surprised to see Dejon Edwards and Marcus Rosemey Jack St. go, but the fact is I don't know that they're going to get any better than they are. Uh, maybe they come back, they get paid to play another year at Georgia, maybe make as much as they would have in the NFL. But the fact is they chose. So nine guys out so far. Um, and Georgia, to me, with a lot of offseason momentum and back coming back, uh, Trevor Etienne coming in, but really hurts to lose Latin McConkey. They've got to find another playmaker if they're going to compete for a title next Well, I, I still think the premier program in America is Georgia. And, and what they did to Florida State was impressive. The way they last two years have handled their business – 
um, the way they handled uh, recruiting, uh, their exits. Georgia's number one. And that goes for Michigan, Washington, Alabama, and uh, and Texas. Georgia's the number well, I'll one. Say this, I'll say this about Florida State. They're building a football building that's going to go between 135 and $150 million. And Mike Norvell, in four years, has taken this program a long, long way. But it was disappointing to see some of those guys opt out for all that Florida State's done for them. I will say that. I'm disappointed for their fans and for the school because yeah, they're giving their kids everything they need to win. It wasn't a fun day for Florida State. That wasn't a fun day in general for college football. Fun for Georgia. Fun for Georgia. Six, the biggest bowl win in the history of bowls. Thanks, and they're buddy. on South Beach. I mean, give me a break. They're uh-huh. enjoying the beach. <laughs> Mike, happy new year to you. Happy new year, Mike. Hey, Thank when we come you, back. Lots, Have lots, a great new year. <laughs>